Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. This week, we are going to talk about dramatic play. If this is your first time tuning into the broadcast, feel free to leave your comments in the comment section and you will be a part of the broadcast right along with us. You can leave me your questions and I will answer those live as they come in. Today, I want to talk about building invitations to play, invitations to learn, and invitations to grow using dramatic play. Forms of learning and exploration. So I'm going to start off by giving you a tip to get you started. I don't know if you currently use a lot of dramatic play, whether it's in your home or in your classroom. I personally love and loved using dramatic play when I was teaching in the classroom and I use it whenever possible now that I work with parents and caregivers one-on-one. -on -one. So the tip I want to give you is engage kids in, in experiences that they want to learn about. So if your kids show an interest in the work you're doing out in the yard or in the garden, or if your kids show an interest in cooking, or if your kids show an interest in chores you're doing around the house, create dramatic play experiences around those interests that encourage them to explore these ideas. So a tool that I'm going to give you that will help make this easier is the following. I want you to use familiar objects to enhance learning, exploring, and engaging. So you don't have to always start out with new things to create a dramatic play experience. You can use toys, you can use loose parts, you can use household items that you or your child already have or are already familiar with. Using these objects that children have seen before, they may have used before, they're things that may be favorites of theirs, makes it easier 
to get them to engage with these objects and build learning and play experiences around them. So one of the examples that I want to give you today is using, building, exploring, creating gardens. This is an experience that I have used many, many times. I'm sure you've heard me use this example in probably many of the different podcast episodes that I've done. Gardens is a great science experience. It's a great food-oriented experience, and it's a great motor skill and critical thinking experience. So I'm going to use that example for engaging dramatic play. And I'll give some others, but I, I want to use this one as a way to display how you can teach, engage, and play using a theme like gardens and dramatic play. So you can pretend to be a farmer. You can pretend to own a produce stand. You can pretend to be a chef. All of these are forms of dramatic play. They're adult roles that kids want to play that offer learning opportunities and skill building opportunities. You can do these in many different forms. You can do them literally where you give kids a space whether that's a, a sandbox that you fill with dirt or maybe you actually have flower beds that you're gonna give the kids use of. You can be very creative with it and you can actually take kids through the process of building, tending to and caring for and harvesting a garden. This allows you to talk about the process of preparing the soil, planting the seeds, what the process is that plants go through to become fruits or vegetables or flowers or herbs. You know, they start out as, as a seed, they grow into a plant, then they form fruit, and then they become food.
farm life and animals and going about learning and building new skills, whether it's eye-hand coordination, small motor skills, critical thinking skills, through experiencing life on a farm. So those are a couple of ways that you can engage learning and skill building in the process of exploring dramatic play. Now, you can get the kids to be in control of the dramatic play by asking them some questions. Getting them to think about their play and what they want to learn and the skills that they want to build. So some questions that you might ask to get kids further engaged in dramatic play are things like, what are we going to explore? Or what are we going to learn? What are you interested in exploring? And they might say things like construction. questions about how they're going to explore these things. The second question you could ask is, what are we trying to accomplish with this activity? So if you are setting up a dramatic play experience around a garden, what are we trying to accomplish? Well, they might say, well, we're trying to grow flowers or produce fruits or produce vegetables or we want to grow our own food to make dinner, depending on the age of the children. And then you can go in and ask, okay, well, how would we do that? What tools do we need? What's the process we need to go through to start a garden, to grow a garden, to harvest a garden, to turn that harvest into food? And then the third question that you might want to ask is, why did you choose this activity? And that might be a great way for you to learn a little bit more about their interest and what they want to learn more about. So by asking them, why did you choose this activity? They might say things like, well, I like animals and I wanted to learn about how animals communicate or what foods animals eat or what kinds of things a specific animal produces or why these animals live on a farm versus where do they live in the wild. So these are a few examples of questions that I would encourage you to ask 
at the beginning, during, and after the dramatic play experience that your child or student is choosing to engage in. Now, dramatic play can be anything from construction workers to firefighters to scientists to gardeners and farmers. Um, dramatic play can be mechanics. They can pretend to uh, be engineers who build robots. They could... The, the possibilities of dramatic play are endless. What I would suggest you do if you don't know where to begin with dramatic play and building skills through dramatic play or learning through dramatic play is consider the skills, interests, and learning needs that your child or student already has and start from there. So what is the child already interested in? What do they like to do? What do they like to learn about? How do they like to learn? And build a dramatic play experience around that. One of my all-time favorites, and I'm sure I've shared this before, um, dramatic play experiences is robots. Robots is an awesome, fun, engaging topic that can be used in so many different ways. You can practice science and math and art and technology and it builds language and critical thinking. And so you can set up a robot garage with loose parts. And you can create stations that at each station they build a certain part of their robot and they have to move from station to station to station to complete their robot. And their robot has a specific function and purpose. And then they can actually carry out that purpose. So that's one of my favorite forms of dramatic play. The other that I would have to say is my second favorite form of dramatic play that I find myself using and recommending and encouraging over and over and over again is construction. Um, construction is so open-ended and child-driven and again if the child has an interest in creating and building and hammering and nailing and painting and stacking and all of these skills that are involved in construction, you can tie everything from science to cause and effect 
to eye-hand coordination, to language, to art. You can get kids to practice their small motor skills by before you even offer construction as a dramatic play experience, you can get them to engage in a dramatic play experience around creating blueprints, which gets them involved in critical thinking and drawing and creating an image and steps and a plan for creating whatever it is that they want to create, whether they're going to construct a car or a plane or a robot or a or a spaceship, or a home, or a mall, or an entire city. So that is another great example of using invitations through dramatic play. You're inviting them to learn math, science, language, motor skills, eye-hand coordination, teamwork, um, you know, decision-making. You're teaching them to be independent. You're also encouraging them to build those problem-solving skills. All of these great things get tied into their learning and exploring, and they think they're just playing and having fun. So I hope that this will inspire you to get kids involved in learning through dramatic play, in skill building through dramatic play. If you have followed me or followed my podcast for any length of time, you know that I am always talking about getting kids involved, getting them active in their learning experience. It doesn't matter whether you're trying to teach science or math or art or concentration or responsibility or any given skill that you want kids to learn. Dramatic play experiences that kids can get involved in and be creative and make this experience their own is the best way to teach kids and get them to learn. It's the best way to get them to become independent learners. When kids can be in control of their learning, they have more fun, they want to learn and do more, and that creates excitement for learning. And that is the whole goal. Whether you're a parent or a teacher, or a caregiver, you want your kids to be excited about learning. And using dramatic play is, to me, the perfect way to get kids excited 
about learning and skill building. Skill building is never something that kids get excited about. But using dramatic play and getting them involved in an experience is the perfect way to excite kids about practicing and strengthening skills that they may not right now be very good at. Using a dramatic play experience is the perfect way to encourage a child to try something new and to strengthen a skill that they may be afraid of, the idea that they're not very good at right now. So I hope you have enjoyed these ideas. I hope that if you have any questions or have a specific area where you would like some help in creating dramatic play experiences, I hope you will reach out and share your questions with me. You can find me at thecreativecampusonline.com and through there you will find links to my Facebook group. And I hope you will join us in the Facebook group and share your questions and share your ideas. We love to meet new people and we love to share ideas. I am always open to answering any questions that you might have and you can send me those directly and completely private, privately. And I will help you in any and every way that I possibly can. So I want to thank you for joining me this week. I hope that you have had as much fun listening to these fun ways that you can use dramatic play as I have had explaining them to you. These are just a few of the ways that I have used dramatic play over the years. And if you have a specific theme or skill or idea that you want to build a dramatic play experience around, find me either in the Facebook group or through thecreativecampusonline.com and share your questions with me. And again, I will help you in any way that I can. I... I'm going to share some further resources in the comments. I'm going to give you a link to my construction theme that I have used many, many times and the kids always enjoy it and want to repurpose it in many different ways. I'm going to give you the link to that. In there you will find art, science, language, dramatic play ideas for you around the theme of construction. So I want to thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll check out those resources and I look forward to having you share your comments in the Facebook group. and. I will talk to you next week when we will share another topic and tons more ideas on how you can use and create invitations to play, learn, and grow at home and in your classroom.
Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye.